Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am at the Banff World Media Conference Festival 2018. I'm sitting right across from the man who created the show House and the current show, Good Doctor. I'd love it if you could introduce yourself. Hi, I'm David Shore, and I created House and developed uh, The Good Doctor for American TV. Thank you very much for sitting down with me. I appreciate it. So welcome back to Canada. You were born in Ontario, and you've lived most of your life in the States probably now. So how are you enjoying being back in your home country? Um, I still feel Canadian. Uh, yeah, I, I, you're right. I, now it's depressing to think, but I've spent more time in the States than in Canada. But uh, I, I like it here. I like Canadians. It's, it's nice being here. I spend a lot of time here, as much as I can. So what's one quality of yours that you still think of as distinctly Canadian? <laughs> um, you see, it would be very American of me to list my qualities. I think I'm nice. I want to be nice. So I think that's Canadian. Yeah, I try not to blow my own horn, he said, sitting at an interview being asked what great qualities he has. I, I still, I think, people may disagree with me on this, I, I still think I lack the arrogance that I see in the United States. American, Canadians seem to recognize that even if we have opinions that may not be popular, we recognize that that may not be what the guy sitting across from you thinks, so maybe we should keep our mouth shut. Americans don't have that filter, I don't think. All right, so you're here at Banff promoting The Good Doctor. I was doing some research before I sat down with you, and I read that it's an adaptation of a South Korean TV show. So I'd love you to tell me how you came to this project. Yeah, it, um, more than one person told me they saw this South Korean show and I should watch it, and they think I'd like it. And I normally don't watch... I, I want to do my own thing, so I don't watch foreign formats with... I might watch them because I might want to watch them, but not just to think I'll, I'll adapt this. But I watched this because enough people said something to me, and I really liked it. I, really, I think I responded to it the way a lot of people have responded to the show, which is I was moved by this kid and, and, and his plight, and I was touched by him, and I hadn't seen that character on TV, and I wanted to play in that sandbox, so I called... Sony up and said, I want, to, I want to write this thing. Can we get the rights? The Good Doctor is another medical drama, and you're well, very well associated with House, another medical drama. Were you nervous doing a similar type show back-to-back? That was my only hesitation. Um, I did not want to, you know, I thought I'd told all the medical stories. Um, as I used to say, luckily for me and unluckily for humanity, there are a myriad of ways that the human body can break down. And so there was no shortage of stories. But I, here's the thing. I, I was hesitant because of that, but not overly hesitant. Because the fact is, I didn't think of House as a medical show particularly, and I don't think of The Good Doctor as a medical show. Obviously, they are. Obviously, they have a medical spine. Obviously, they are about doctors. I'm not delusional. But what attracted me to House and what attracted me to this had nothing to do with the medicine per se. I think it's important that we tell good, solid medical mysteries, but what attracted me to both shows was exploring these characters. So back in the day in Ontario, you were a lawyer. You now are well known for writing two medical shows. A lot of people at this conference are aspiring writers. They want to get in the game. Was it intimidating for you to be a lawyer or somebody with a non-medical background writing what must be a very research-intensive show? No, first of all, I'd been writing for a while by then. Um, I didn't move to L.A. and then write House. Um, There were a number of years in between where I wrote for many other shows, including a number of legal shows. And I got a lot of help. 
You know, we had, uh, we had on house, we had three outside doctors who were consultants on the show. We had a, a doctor who was one of the writers on the show. We had a nurse on set all the time. We have the same basic setup now. Uh, we have a, a writer, a doctor who is a writer, a writer who is a doctor. We have a writer who is a nurse. We have outside doctors who we consult with. We also have an outside autism specialist who we consult with. If you want to get in a little inside baseball, I do find that the stories are generally not driven by the medicine. You need the proper medical story, but I find people, I think, expect doctors to come to us and go, oh, I have this story. It's more often that we concoct some sort of imaginary dramatic story and then go to the doctors and go, hey, can we make this fit dramatically? It starts with a certain amount of medicine, obviously, but a lot of the twists and turns come from because within the writer's room, non-doctors say, well, what if the doctors were faced with this ethical dilemma? And then we find medicine to fit that. And we find it. We don't just make it up. We, we find it and we need the doctor's help, but we, we find it. House was an insanely popular show, but before that, as you said, you've worked on a lot of shows, so you've been a working writer for a long time, but when you're writing, can you tell when something's working and when it's not in terms of whether or not a show will become a big hit? You, sometimes, at the pilot stage, sometimes you know it's not quite working, but you don't know it's going to be a big hit or not. You might know this is just not working, but usually you work on the show and you like the show and you're excited about the show and there's no reason to write something that you're not. So I try and write stuff that I find entertaining and hope an audience agrees with me. Usually I like what I'm doing. If I don't like what I'm doing, I leave. And I don't know if it'll be a big hit, but I certainly hope it finds an audience and that's about all you're doing at the time and then you're stunned if it becomes a big hit. Can you tell me about a show from your past that you worked on that didn't go anywhere that you remember very, very fondly and wish you could write again? I did a, I did a pilot that never made it on the air called, um, called Doubt, which was a legal pilot, and uh, starred Steve Coogan. And I don't quite know what went wrong there. I think that should have been on the air. I really was very proud of my writing, and I was, it was a thrill to work with Steve Coogan. Uh, we had a great cast, really great cast, and we had a great director, Tommy Schlamy. It seemed destined to go, and it never even made it on the air. So you stayed on House for its entire eight-season run. Was it hard to keep coming up with new stories to put House in after 22 episodes a season times eight? Yeah, well, the first few years was 24-episode seasons. That's what scared me the most at the beginning, but as I said the body breaks down in many ways and we found different medical stories and we had good help the, the thing I found finding medical stories were challenging finding emotional character stories finding different things to reveal about Dr. House different things for House to reveal about other people that became more and more difficult you know, and, and one way you become better at writing it you become more used to it but you do not want it to become hackneyed you don't want it to become the same so you, the challenge of keeping it fresh every week becomes even more so. Eventually, I actually sort of decided, I don't really know what other stories I want to tell. I love this character. I love what I did with this character. I love what our entire team of people did with that character. But I felt like we had said what we wanted to say. And as Hugh said, Dr. House is the type of guy who leaves the party well before he's asked to leave the party. Years later, are you ever in the shower thinking, ah, oh, I should have done that with House? 
Every now and again, there'll be a, a line or a moment or a situation. I'll go, oh, that would have been good for House. And uh, so if I collect enough of them, I'll do another season. So you're on the first season of The Good Doctor right now. One of the advantages of a first season of a show is that you're fleshing out what the world is. So what's been the most interesting discovery of season one? Well, we're actually starting the second season. We're, we're starting to write the second season. The... We, it is always the same thing, I think. It's just learning little things about all the characters in this world and, frankly, meeting the actors and seeing what they bring and, and what Freddie brought and what Richard has brought and what Antonia has brought and, and Nick. Every one of them, they've just given us stuff that is fun to play with in the writer's room. And that's, that's why we do it. Thank you very much for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it. Last question. You broke into TV writing a spec script for Seinfeld. What did you have Jerry, Elaine, and the gang doing? Oh, wow. Um, I don't remember. I don't think I remember. I'm sorry. You, you caught me off guard with that. You're absolutely right. I think I also wrote a Married with Children spec script where I did have them accidentally receive a sex change operation. I don't know why they never did that episode. <laughs> It'd be a great final episode. <laughs> yes, yes. David Shore, thank you very much for sitting down and speaking with me today. Thank you. Hey, this is Scott Wood in the studio. I'll leave you with the full version of the theme song from House MD. That's a song called Teardrop from a UK band called Massive Attack. Thanks for listening.
Hang on a second. So, hi, I'm David Shore, the uh, showrunner, executive producer of The Good Doctor, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.